0: What's up, QAA listeners?
1: The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. 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 Welcome, listener, to Chapter 127 of the QAnon Anonymous Podcast, the episode about QAnon's Great Disappointment. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rakotansky, Liv Agar, Julian Fields, and Travis View. For the last few years
2: qanon followers have regarded donald trump's election as a kind of miracle he ascended to the highest office in defiance of the polls the media the republican establishment the so-called experts and especially hillary clinton the people who had faith in trump were right and all the smug leaps were wrong so when january 20th approached, qanon followers expected a similar miracle to keep trump in office except this time they weren't hoping that just the polls were wrong they are hoping that a certified election would be invalidated and would be essentially ruin american democracy
3: they wanted to put the election into the tenant machine and it comes out diff- <laughs> it's different it's backwards
2: i have not seen that movie but i'll take your word for it yeah well that that's the whole concept right there you don't need more <laughs> <laughs> now obviously that didn't happen which means that we now have a failed prophecy on our hands so this is very exciting Ah, uh, because, you know, <laughs> this is the kind of shit that gets Travis going. It's, it's, it's yes, clearly. Well, so no, this is incredible. It's, yo. We have a great disappointment. Have, no, we have <laughs> an incredible disconfirming event yeah. from the people who are highly committed to their belief system. It's time to put them under the microscope. So before we dive into the specifics of how QAnon is handling this tumultuous time, I think it would be valuable to take a step back and go to Professor View's Social Psychology Night School and review some theory on the matter.
3: But it's day right now
2: well this is
0: it's night somewhere
3: i have to use my imagination
2: that's right Mm -hmm. i assume fans of this podcast are familiar with the classic work on failed prophecy and cognitive dissonance the 1956 book when prophecy fails by leon festinger this book documents the behavior of a small ufo cult called the seekers The seekers predicted that the entire United States would be destroyed in a great flood on December 21st, 1955. However, the cult's leader, who went by the name Marion Keech, claimed that his followers would be spared because friendly aliens would whisk them away on the UFO. The group was stunned to see the day of Armageddon roll by without incident, but this failed prophecy did not deter them from their passionate belief in the cause. Keach then declared that the apocalypse was called off by God because the Seekers were just such good people. So instead of feeling embarrassed or mistaken, the Seekers actually became even more convinced that they were doing good work. What's more is that these events drove the members to spread the message of their cause and seek publicity for their group. So not only were they wrong, they wanted to tell the world about, you know, they're, they're obviously now certainly proven wrong Uh, sort of cause and belief system. Well, you
3: know what they say, once wrong, twice right.
2: (laughs) From this case study of the Seekers, Festinger developed what he called his theory of cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance describes the mental discomfort that results from holding two conflicting beliefs, values, or attitudes. Festinger illustrated his point using the example of a chronic smoker. If the smoker learns that smoking is bad for their health, they will experience dissonance assuming that they value their health. This dissonance is painful, and they will be driven to reduce this dissonance so they don't have to suffer the anxiety, shame, or stress that comes with it. Now, the fact that people are driven to reduce cognitive dissonance is key. Or, like Reducing dissonance isn't merely a preference. It's not something people like. People are driven to reduce dissonance in the same way that they are driven to eat food or driven to remove a painful thorn in their foot. We are weak, sensitive creatures who need to feel like our beliefs agree with each other so that we can reach cognitive consonants.
0: Right. So the the harder option there is, of course, to change your theories so that they match reality, right? But then the the easier option is, you know, maybe actually you aren't wrong. Maybe it's It's, everyone else who's wrong and you don't have to change anything.
3: Or you could stare off into the distance and just go, what is Theory? (laughs) What? And start to just take apart the pillars of reality. That's that's actually maybe an easier one.
2: Yeah, you just you can just generate. I mean, what's amazing about people is that they can just generate their own little mind palace that looks uh, any way, any sort of coherent way that they prefer. Mm -hmm. Now, what's interesting is that uh, there are multiple ways to reduce cognitive dissonance to return to the example of the smoker. The most obvious way they could reduce dissonance is by not smoking anymore. (laughs) You You know, you realize that smoking is unhealthy, you stop smoking, done. But of course, there are other ways. Alternatively, they could choose to believe that the negative health effects of smoking are exaggerated, or they could emphasize the positive effects of smoking, like stress reduction or weight control. Or they might believe that the health risks of smoking are minor when compared to other health dangers, such as car accidents or junk food or they may simply believe that the pleasure of smoking outweighs the health risks. But the smoker will do something cognitively upon learning that smoking is harmful, because again, reducing cognitive dissonance is a human drive. One of the surprising claims of Fessinger's theory is that failed prophecy can lead to doubling down in the belief system. He actually identified five conditions that have to be present for this to happen. One, belief in the prediction must be held with deep conviction. Two, members must have committed themselves to the prediction by engaging in important actions that are difficult to undo, like, you know, separating yourself from your family members, for example. Three, the prediction must be specified enough that it must be clearly disconfirmed, like, you know. Donald Trump will be certainly reelected or still be president after January 20th. 4 there must be undeniable evidence that the prediction was wrong and 5 members must have social support from fellow believers. Like this is a this is a group project. Dissonance theory has been critiqued, refined and built upon for the past 65 years. For example, Festinger emphasized the role of proselytization in reducing cognitive dissonance. But as sociologist Lauren Dawson explains, researchers have since described two more strategies, rationalization and reaffirmation. There's actually some interesting research on how groups rationalize away failed prophecy. They do this in at least four ways, spiritualization, the test of faith, human error, or blaming others. Now, In the spiritualization rationalization, the group says that the prophecy actually was fulfilled, but in the spiritual realm instead of the physical realm. Mm -hmm. So it was all true, but like true in our hearts or something.
0: Right. It's the Millerites saying, some of the Millerites saying, actually, Jesus did come back.
2: Exactly. In the test of faith, the group states that the prophecy was never supposed to happen because it was actually a spiritual test designed to weed out the true believers from those who are unworthy. Yeah. In the human error rationalization, the group argues that it wasn't the prophecy that was wrong, but rather it was the humans who interpreted the prophecy who were wrong. So like in my experience, actually, QAnon followers do this most frequently. Mm -hmm. Like whenever they get like a prediction wrong or something wrong, it's always because they misread the Q drops, not because the Q drops are worthless. The baker fails. The baker fails. In
3: fact, the baker is almost there to be blamed if it fails. Exactly. (laughs) That's why you need the layer. mm.
0: Yeah, Q didn't let us down. We let down Q.
3: Ask not what Q can drop for you, but ask what you can drop for Q. I don't know what this new newsy voice that I've I've been doing lately is. I'm really sorry to the listener. I apologize.
2: (laughs) And of course, there is the blaming of others. In this rationalization, the group argues that they didn't actually get a prophecy wrong. Instead, it was actually outsiders who misinterpreted their statements. And they're perfect. The third strategy of cognitive dissonance reduction is reaffirmation. In this approach, the group doesn't necessarily need to spread the word of their cause or rationalize away failed prophecy. Instead, the group brushes aside and reaffirms the value and benefits of being part of the group. So this is literally the Mm. it was the friends we made along the way. Yeah, I wanted to open this episode with a quick review of dissonance theory because it's a helpful framework for me to understand what's going on with QAnon followers, and also because I often see people who are just totally baffled at uh, you know the, the behavior of QAnon people, and the reason they behave like that is because they are human beings, and this is unfortunately how human beings behave. This mm-hmm. is just I do it, everyone does it. This is just how we function. Bearing all of that in mind, let's take a look at how QAnon handled the days leading up to the inauguration and beyond. There were a flurry of different theories and reactions, causing the QAnon community to fragment and weaken, at least temporarily. Many QAnon followers, as is now a a yearly tradition made a big deal out of the fact that January 19th is International Popcorn Day. This is, of course, the reference to the (laughs) get-your-popcorn meme. They just have to sit back and enjoy the show because dramatic happenings are happening through your phone or your television or your computer screen.
3: Hilariously, the main uh, meme that that comes from is actually a pedophile eating popcorn. Mm.
2: (laughs) Most of the QAnon theories centered around martial law. QAnon followers made special note of the fact that tens of thousands of National Guard troops were present in Washington, D.C. prior to the inauguration. Now, clearly, the troops were there because the government didn't want to risk another embarrassing and dangerous incident like the Capitol insurrection on January 6th. Mm-hmm. but. Oh, just as a quick side note, but it was a real shame. I love if you read about how uh, the, the, the National Guard troops were forced to sleep in garages and they were packed Amazing. so tightly that they were forced to mm. uh, that they spread COVID amongst their ranks. Uh, thank you I for mean, your
3: service. Now sleep in piles I like mean, fucking Boy Scouts and then go find a fucking couch. Fuck I, off. I you
2: got
0: to love the Third Amendment. I'm going to become like a third amendment.
3: Person. <laughs> I mean,
2: I'm all for the third amendment, but
3: between Trump, like not calling them in and then the Democrats just being like, yeah, come I mean, come in, but like, we're not going to like, you know, look into how, think, how, where you might need to sleep.
2: Yeah, I know. The Re- Republicans already accused the Democrats of hating the troops. You think they would like, you know, overcompensate little and like a reporter was posting get them a few cots.
3: Yeah, a reporter was posting photos of these people and was kind of interacting with them and they're fucking children. They're 18 and 19. Oh, yeah.
2: Jesus. Right. Yeah, I know.
3: And they yeah, they're getting fucking COVID doing sleepovers with each other in the Halls of Congress and then being kicked out with nowhere to sleep the next day. So, just I mean, we we should we don't have a better metaphor. The change of the guard and then the first thing they do is just like just tell the national make it clear to the national guardsmen that they are Kleenex. Yeah.
2: Yeah. QAnon followers claim that this military force was actually supposed to arrest Biden. (laughs) I don't. That would be so funny. That would be a surprise. Yeah.
3: yeah. Baked Alaska was not able to do it. We're sending in the National Guard. <laughs> yeah.
1: One popular post on 8kun explained this theory. Trump is daring them to enter the fence to finish the coup. They must all know there is a chance that if they enter the gates and go inside the fence, they never come out. Even better as they literally made a prison complex out of Capitol Hill in front of everyone's eyes and the left and MSM cheered them on. Is this why Biden pushed his rehearsal? Are they debating whether Trump is bluffing? They have to decide. Go inside the fence line and risk never coming out or concede and try to make a deal. Checkmate. You want the presidency? Come and get it. I mean, I guess they got it. (laughs) (laughs) In early
2: January, QAnon followers stocked up on food and water on the assumption that there would be a 10-day-long blackout starting on January 20th. So this is the fabled... Ten days of darkness in QAnon lore, which they have been waiting to happen. They just mean we're, we're
3: going to party so hard during that period we're all going to black out. Be a blackout. <laughs> and they're <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> well, which they've also said has come and gone in other areas. They said it applied when 8 went down yeah, or chan went down. Yeah. They use it all the it's time a good to, explain, explainer. Yeah. Yeah, to anything, explain anything.
3: A thing is down. Ah, d- days of darkness.
2: QAnon followers assumed that the only national communication systems would come from the emergency broadcasting system. Ben Collins of NBC News reported that QAnon followers even uh, bought ham radios for themselves and others so, they, so that they could still communicate with uh, their loved ones after everything went dark.
3: Mr. President, please turn me into a radio beacon. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: one, one theory going around was that like like all communications would get shut down, like like the internet and radio and television, and everything. And then what would happen is that they would play basically like the all the horrendous evidence of of crimes against humanity oh. that the cabal did on a loop. On the emergency broadcast system, so I mean, it is like a fallout
1: mission, well, honestly. like an Amber
2: Alert. Like so, you just your phone
3: becomes a speaker phone, and Donald Trump just tells you what the cabal no, has done. it's basically
2: it. it's a fantasy of like Donald Trump like brainwashing the entire country by having total control of all communications. It's not communist China unless there's a poll and a speaker at the top. <laughs>
0: and instead, of course, Trump would just like complain about petty grievances. Like, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah talking about me, our used to know lady again. Gaga.
3: It's me again. It looks like Lady Gaga's done it again, folks. She's a mess. <laughs> Oprah, are you hearing me? You don't return my calls. I bet you hear me now. He would definitely use the system by mistake to broadcast his private calls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm seeing my Uber Eats order was canceled. Uh, I didn't. I, I didn't receive a message from the courier or. One viral message
2: initially posted the parlor on January 10th claimed falsely that Trump was at the Cheyenne Mountain Complex in Colorado, which is currently a a, a Space Force installation. I didn't know. Apparently, no. this is one of the installations that they gave to the Space Force. Oh, newly they, formed.
3: they're confusing it with Space Mountain.
2: Yeah, I, I I can't fucking believe there's a Space Force and it's real and it's going to be like a lasting uh, legacy of Donald Trump.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm just mad they didn't call it Space Marines, like the Special Forces. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there, I think that some, would have been cooler.
1: Yeah. That would have infringed on um, Aliens' uh, IP. Here's what that viral message said. Things are moving today. Trump is at Cheyenne Mountain as we speak, looking at the evidence taken from Pelosi's laptop real time. My sources say Pelosi was stopped at the border last night at 11.55 and will be headed to an undisclosed location pending the tribunals and trials. Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood are in front of military judges today. The 195,000 sealed indictments... I know, there are higher numbers out there, but not all are related <laughs> to this op. And there will be sweeping arrests before the weekend is over.
0: They're oh like, God. let's make the number realistic so people believe it, you know? And explain to them,
3: I know you're expecting higher. higher. I know. <laughs> Listen, this is unbelievable. Yeah, the,
2: all, just this part of the op is 200,000 simultaneous arrests. I yeah, think
3: you, it's a good acknowledgement that maximalism is our main aesthetic now. That You know, it's like, I know this isn't a million, and so <laughs> yeah. it seems paltry yeah
1: everyone should stock up today and be prepared to hunker down for 10 to 12 days while the trump team takes action and the new government is put in place for those wondering pence did his duty he did not betray trump without his actions there would have been no insurrection now trump has them where he wants them share this share on twitter and other social media outlets so real patriots stay strong and stay the course and keep faith in pence the storm is upon us
2: what I thought was amazing about this message is that it's openly pro-insurrection. It basically says that, yeah. no, no, actually, that what happened was that horrible incident that accomplished nothing and was a disaster was good. QAnon followers on TikTok openly fantasized about a mass arrest event happening on the 20th. So on January 20th, when the inauguration takes place and Trump's there, Biden's there, and Trump gets up during the inauguration and shakes biden's hand says you're fired and the helicopters come and they're
3: swarming and the feds are there and they arrest biden and all the congressional people that have committed treason and
2: you're thinking wow did did that just happen he just just he just opened up his phone and he started fantasizing into the camera and he got, you know, thousands of people who liked his like open Im- improvisational fantasy about mass arrests. Well, I love what I have most is that is that they want it. They want like, you know, the arrest they don't want joe biden to be arrested in like a straightforward way they want it to be cool right they want mm-hmm. trump to say you're fired and then there's like fireworks they shoot
3: a- joe biden yeah. out of a cannon at the moon <laughs> it's he literally on like tv right because he says that exactly. on the Apprentice. they
2: want it to be like yes. a tv they want yeah. politics to be like the tv
3: tom clancy meets the apprentice
0: is where they're heading here
2: that's where they've always been i think since QAnon followers were booted off of every platform, Telegram became a popular way to LARP and spread disinformation. There was one highly popular Telegram channel impersonating General John Hayton, who is the vice chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and the country's second highest ranking military officer. This Telegram channel attracted more than 220 thousand subscribers in 24 hours which i mean this is not work that you could open up a telegram channel and then claim that you are a real life general and then start posting as that general and then get hundreds of thousands of people to just play along with you and believe you like the product was placed
3: on the market and the customers (laughs) did rejoice that's right (laughs) provide a better alternative product Or be gone.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking, like, it would be so smart to grift with this and be like, also, you know, if you're a patriot and you want to contribute to the cause, here's my like Venmo. Yeah, general three stars. How much money you'd get. QAnon, real Q.
2: Now that channel's popularity was probably boosted by the fact that posts from it were shared and discussed on Twitter and Facebook. So like this spread out quickly, like screenshots of like, oh, like what did you see what General Hyten said kind of stuff? hmm. Several posts from the fake General Heighton channel spread QAnon terms, including Great Awakening and the storm. Uh, another included an image of Trump with the caption. It'll be over soon. While another post asserted they all know what is coming. One of the comments included an image of uh, armed, uniformed soldiers alongside the caption. Stay in your homes. On the day before the inauguration, Heighton's real-life spokesperson told CNN that the Pentagon was actively working to get the accounts removed, describing it as an absolute fake. (laughs) Can you imagine the scrambling in the Pentagon trying to get this stupid LARPer on Telegram shut down? You no, know, actually, when I when I searched for that channel recently, I wasn't able to find it. I don't know if it's because it was deleted or it's because it, it can't be found in the search function anymore. But I did find lots of like smaller accounts claiming to be General Highton that, like, yes. that had like a few thousand followers. We are heightened. Yeah, exactly. You now, interestingly, even before the big day arrived, some QAnon followers were already explaining why Trump wouldn't actually be inaugurated on that date. The true date of Biden's inauguration, they claimed, was going to be... March 4th. What? I know, right? They just, they pushed, they, yeah. Has that ever
3: happened in history?
2: Yes, it had happened in history. It's like that was, that actually, that was the original uh, uh, date of the inauguration prior to the 20th Amendment.
3: Wow. Um, So
2: that's what they were basing it on? Yep. (laughs) They're going back,
3: they're rolling it back, baby. Exactly. Gold standard, big, the great reset.
2: So uh, concerningly, they actually arrived at this date by borrowing arguments from the sovereign citizen movement so they claim that the 20th Amendment, which uh, set the current inauguration date, isn't valid. And uh, therefore, the original inauguration date is, uh, is, is the true one.
0: I wonder how long they had that prepared. You know, like, when this happens in three months, we're going to have to, to get more clout or whatever. We're going to delay it. Well, at least the cynical ones. Because I'm assuming at this point that a lot of the, the higher ups um, in terms of Q influencers are, like, cynical Or at least they understand their grift is leaving and it's like, how do I continue? That seems like it was it was like re- at least relatively researched
2: again it like it borrowed from like in the sort of a weird kind of established theory that argued basically every single um, um, amendment after the 14th didn't count <laughs> and, um, um, and and they they basically they 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 believe this because like in 1871 the um, was that the United States was incorporated and was no longer actually a country so one QAnon promoter named Michelle Ann Titler, who is most famous for videos of herself dancing in a Q-shirt, broke this theory down in a video.
4: A peaceful transition is coming. Trump will not be sworn in as the 45th president of the United States on January 20th. Trump will take office as the 19th president of the United States on March 4th under the restored republic. Let me explain. You believe you live in a nation called United States of America. This nation hasn't existed since 1871, when this country ceased to be a nation and became a corporation belonging to the city of London. Every time you see an American flag with a gold fringe and gold tilt attached to it, it represents the corporation, not the the country. This is the reason you can never make progress financially. This is why the law always seems to be against the average citizen while the rich and the elite literally get away with murder and worse things. If Biden, Harris, Pence, Pelosi, etc. are arrested for their crimes before January 20th, there will be no one to assume the presidency. Since Trump has not been certified as the presidential winner by Congress, he cannot remain president. If there is no president on January 20th, the corporation known as the United States of America will be dissolved. The military will then become the guardians of the nation during the transition. People will then have irrefutable proof that the election was stolen by foreign entities and that Trump was chosen by a landslide. Trump then assumes the presidency as the 19th president of the United States. The last president elected before America became a corporation was Ulysses S. Grant. Republic restored.
0: It's interesting how it's like, because, you know, the Make America Great Again, the response is like, when was America great? And I guess for them, it's like, you know, the late 19th century, (laughs) like right right after, you know, right after reconciliation or, you know, reconstruction. Uh, which, I mean, I guess I, it's good that at least there's the 13th Amendment in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you think that giving these people a time machine is not going to result in a very short
3: stop at that period so they can go before the Civil War and change the outcome, yeah, you are yeah. wrong. These yeah. people will
2: absolutely do no, South Rises
3: again when they're bored of uh, fucking late 19th you century. No,
2: sovereign citizens, they're incrementalists. They'll they will yeah. chop <laughs> off... <laughs> they'll, take, they'll take everything they'll take from everything. you slowly, though. Like yeah, They'll get to the 13th eventually. <laughs> knuckle by
3: knuckle, they'll <laughs> chop off your, all your fingers. (laughs) Christ. Her energy is amazing though. She is so full of life. She's so joyful she's so happy glowing yeah. she is I wish glowing I could be that happy. thinking about <laughs> so, the I military
2: rule <laughs> of the nation yeah. in the absence of any president oh, oh, yeah. oh god. god the boot on my neck yes.
3: literally thinking about the gleam of the boot on your neck yeah. just how yeah. shiny it
0: will be and how dazzling yeah like she really wants it it's not even a thing where she's being tricked into it she thinks of it and she's like yes well, That's because great. for them, they see themselves
3: as the camera looking at the boot on the neck of the person they don't like. They don't right. understand that they're going to be looking from camera, uh, maybe like a uh, uh, pointed upwards in a way, a kind of upward angle
0: from beneath the boot. Right. It's the, the I didn't think that the lions would eat my face, says person who voted for uh, lions eating people's faces party, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> It is interesting, though, because because this is sort of what QAnon has always done, which is incorporate conspiracy theories from other movements just mm-hmm. whenever it is possibly useful. Yeah, so it's interesting to see like a sovereign citizen QAnon crossover.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's there are a bunch of tools in their mind, uh, spiritual tools, tool, tools of understanding, uh, epistemological tools. And so it's very easy just to just look over in someone else's playset and pick one, pluck that out. Hey, that'll work.
2: I mean, I mean, there yeah, there was like a little bit of Sovereign Citizen QAnon crossover before um, like Neely Blanchard was a QAnon following yeah. Sovereign Citizen. But but no. But recently, in terms of like content, I've noticed a lot more QAnon followers just regurgitating Sovereign Citizen stuff without even really uh, knowing where it comes from, which you know is worrying. Mm.
3: I uh, wonder if the final great disappointment is just going to be them going, OK, well, the world is ending then. Yeah. Okay, so Biden's still up there? Okay, fine. Well then the date the next date is not Trump's back in office, it's the world will actually end.
2: Mm-hmm. When
3: are they going to get blackpilled from this shit? And how
0: many? Yeah, that's that is the big question. Yeah, I do also wonder because sovereign citizen stuff is anti-cop, right? At least ostensibly.
3: Uh, it's 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 pro-sheriff and anti-federal cop. Yes, that's uh, okay. right. Because it's a sheriff. Can... They think the sheriff is the only person who can, uh, like, With assert, jurisdiction, assert authority of jurisdiction.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay, because that that would relate to like the not liking the Capitol Hill cops, right? They right. can reconcile why those cops were bad. Yeah, because they're feds. Well, yeah. also, I
3: mean, another fucking they're. Fe- exactly they're feds in fact they they many of the followers were like they, the actual police in washington is antifa yeah right so <laughs>
2: um you know I, I saw uh this video on tiktok which uh, is, uh repeated some sovereign citizen ideas and had the caption a storm is coming
5: can somebody
1: tell me why i just learned i just learned i'm 22 years old and i just learned that the united states is not a country it's a corporation. I've been
5: deceived my whole life. Is that why I have to pay taxes on debt that I didn't
1: cause? Because I'm just a slave? Like, the, like for real. Like, if you think about taxes, how is any of that fair? Like, I don't even get to say where my money goes. But they take it anyway. They take it. And, like... Why didn't I know that? Why don't people... Look into it. Well, I found a really good article on it, so if you want it, text me, I'll send it to you. Um, it's called the Act of 1871.
5: It's wild. I can't get over it.
3: It is It is sad to watch someone who should be at the age where they're becoming uh, critical enough to understand maybe their teachers were hiding a part of history because of the way that the uh, curriculum is designed sure, to go right. a little beyond, to read some deeper books about certain organizations you know, that, that, that seem to run the world. Instead, they're just like, God damn! I just opened a uh, eight uh, uh, chan and found myself at a great explanation, and, and they. It's better, it's simpler, it's easier, it's more fun than understanding the web of corporations and their like intermarriages with uh, the, the global uh, economy and, and all of these different nations.
1: The conclusion that she comes to is like, well, I'm a slave, so I'm oppressed, so I'm not racist. It's like uh, yeah. you know it's
3: just and and she actually secretly is, but she just still does not understand. This is the most dangerous type of explanation because it almost it's parallel to the reality and and it's like they they took reality and put it into a word salad generator and that's what you get that's <laughs> yes. the mm-hmm. end result and it's like oh great i just read uh, an entire book about the cia nope we actually scrambled it
1: and now it's just q drops basically it's like yeah. julian took painstaking time to rearrange the magnetic poetry on the refrigerator <laughs> to a very cohesive and comprehensive yeah. understanding of where this country uh, has really steered off the tracks yeah. and i uh you know an anarchist uh, came in and scrambled <laughs> the letters and moved them around yeah. uh, and turned it into an action movie
0: what I'm trying to tell this girl is my corkboard is better than yours <laughs> yeah I mean it's it's basically like the the, the danger of it is that it tells you it confirms that something is wrong and then says here's what you do about it and it, the things that you do are actually the things that are making you wrong in the first place they neutralize you qanon neutralizes you
3: immediately it is designed to take in profound frustration with a system we can no longer understand and neutralize it and then transform it into in fact something that reinforces the darkest parts of that system
0: yeah it's so cool that she's my age <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yes, yeah.
3: yes. Yes, she is, and yeah. you know what? She's probably on a sports team. Liv. Right. you need to get your That's act together. True. She's tw-
2: yeah, what she's am I doing? Twenty-two, <laughs> and she's having her political awakening through extremist propaganda online.
3: Meanwhile, Liv is like B- volleyball hurts
0: my wrists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna
2: stay inside and post. Yeah,
0: get 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 radicalized by extremist propaganda, but the other way. Yeah, the volleyball hurts my wrist. D- not
3: my own personal experience in high school, so I'm not. Uh... <laughs>
2: On the actual day of the inauguration, the main narrative in Q circles was that the military couldn't actually do anything until Biden was officially sworn in. Uh, The reasoning was that at 12 noon, Biden becomes the illegitimate president and therefore the military somehow had the authority to swoop in and arrest him.
3: Can you imagine if 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 Biden even got jostled, he might die. If they tried to arrest him. Yes, the slightest, <laughs> the slightest
1: breeze uh, could offset his uh, functionality.
0: It would be cool to do like a cute conspiracy that like the way they're going to get Biden is to just get like a, a very large fan at the other
2: side of the
6: <laughs> stadium <room laughs> to
0: just blow him over. Someone's coming in
3: with a giant feather. They're going to stand very near Biden.
2: Other QAnon followers began speculating that, and this was my favorite theory of the day, that Biden was a white hat. We called it. That's right, Folks, that's right.
3: We're always here for your future predictions. Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, so the, the belief was basically that uh, Biden would be the one to do the D class and then initiate the storm and then do everything else that Q1 followers uh-huh, want yes. to <laughs> So even <laughs> yeah. better. Apparently, like a Trump left Biden a, a letter a, yeah. a, as is tradition. Well, this letter apparently includes all the instructions on what what uh, what Biden is supposed to do. Oh, yeah. Here's how this. <laughs> it just says, arrest yourself, Mr. Biden. <laughs> Step one. Here's how this theory was explained by one QAnon influencer on Telegram.
0: I'm happy to be wrong, but the more I think about it, I do think that it's very possible Biden will be the one who pulls the trigger. The letter left includes instructions on what to do next. Joe Biden does it immediately after being sworn in today or tomorrow or Thursday. Biden could tweet the storm is upon us still as he's still on Twitter with all eyes about to be on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: can you imagine? Biden if has Biden a great Biden platform sent out a
1: tweet that said the storm is upon us.
3: Yeah, just a guy be like, Hey Biden, have you thought that you've got a pretty good uh pretty good platform? You could can- you could push some Q stuff up there.
1: You could really get get some like r- really good Q content to a lot of a lot at this point. a lot of people, a lot of asleep people.
3: It's because they always just re- they respect views and likes so much. And they're like, Biden's going to get so many. So suddenly he's incredibly powerful, maybe even a white hat, not like the mortal enemy uh, who's working for communist China for his uh, pedophile, like to protect his pedophile son. That that's what. How do you transform that? That is beautiful. That's like those laundry detergent commercials. You put you put in you put in like (laughs) a a demonic
0: pedophile, and out comes a white hat. I do love how like this implies that like presidential orders are as strong as his Twitter account. Yeah, like they're 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 worth equal sort of praise and ability Mm -hmm. to change the world. Well, what is uh, what is Congress except a post goes up and
3: people go I like or I dislike it? They count the likes and dislikes, and if the post did okay, then I guess it's passed, it's law now.
1: I mean, what are executive orders other than posts that are written by one president and then deleted by another president when they control the board? I mean, it's... and they're also
3: the, the type of ones where you can't retweet or like dislike or whatever. Those are just you have to only like.
2: Yeah, the presidency has just been one long, 200-year-long mod war, basically. <laughs> well,
0: we're,
6: we're in an yeah. algorithm.
0: The military is there already. Friday and Saturday deliver on the mega promise. Keeps the liberals from rioting because Biden did it. Trump looks like a fucking genius. <laughs> of course. Finally. Nothing, of course. Finally, yeah. Uh, nothing can stop what's coming because Q-Team knew Biden was the deep state fall guy, and so Biden agreed. No matter who was elected, we win. That, that's, that's it. That is the key to it all. No yes. matter,
3: who, no matter what happens, we win. They're telling you, they're warning you, listener. No matter what you have to throw at them, they will still find a way through. They will connect the dots until
0: it makes sense again and they're right again. You'll never be right. Plus, he and Hunter get to avoid the death penalty for the deal. Biden admits he was part of the plan, which forces the MSM to cover it when he speaks. No censorship during. Biden D classes. Everyone protecting Biden is fucked. And there's nothing they can do. Like I said, happy to be wrong, but it fits. Let's see what happens. I love huh. I love happy to be wrong from a Q person. I'd be super happy to be wrong. You know, if I'm wrong, I'll admit it. It
3: fits. It fits. It 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 totally makes
0: sense.
2: (laughs) I I can't think of any alternative explanation of what's going on.
3: Yeah, I I looked at the keyhole, and this is what worked
1: to fill it. Yeah, that is the most pure breakdown of QAnon ideologies. Hey, it fits the thing that I already believe.
3: Yeah. Of course, you can just inject liquid into any keyhole. If it's goopy enough, it will fill that keyhole. (laughs) Still not the key.
2: Trump delivered his final presidential address at Joint Base Andrews while standing in front of 17 American flags. And this is real. I counted them, which is really frustrating to me because I'm not saying that uh, Trump is really signaling to the QAnon community by, you know, uh, 17 equals Q. But he did he did uh, stand in front of 17 American flags.
0: That's got it. I, I, I'm a truther. I think they did it on <laughs> so purpose. You're now? There we go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Finally, the moment of truth arrived. A few minutes before noon, Joe Biden placed his hand on his hefty and worn family Bible, and Chief Justice John Roberts began to administer the constitutionally mandated oath of office. All over the country and the world, QAnon followers waited for something to happen. Perhaps a blackout, perhaps a lightning-fast military strike. Just anything besides the routine pageantry of the presidential inauguration. But then...
7: Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Constitution of the United States. So help you God. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. President.
2: So, uh, yeah, instead of uh, SEAL Team 6 repelling from helicopters to arrest everyone at the inauguration, Biden just hugged his family and waved as hail to the chief played.
3: And then the Obamas uh, were hanging out with George Bush and Nancy Pelosi.
0: Fun. I love these events. Who doesn't love them? Makes a dream. Nice guys hanging out, having a good time. (laughs) Just friends with no phone in sight. (laughs)
2: <laughs> to my surprise, on Telegram, I saw rank-and-file QAnon followers actually express anger and disillusionment and frustration with Q, at like like they are actually encountering a failed prophecy that they don't have an answer for. And I got to say, it was thrilling. It was like, <laughs> you know, it's like seeing, you know, a phoenix mm-hmm. out in the wild. It's just this mythical because mm-hmm. usually they always have a rationalization at, at hand. But in this moment, I saw so many people who just were bewildered. I spotted these comments just 12 minutes after noon on a QAnon telegram channel.
3: This is a joke. No way this is our future. It's literally
0: mocking us on purpose. I believe it's set up now more than I did yesterday, seeing it live. Anyone watching Chinese news? I wonder if they are celebrating the Biden win. Just saw this.
1: Some hope, maybe? Quote, few more days is horseshit considering the National Popcorn Day and all the hype leading up to today. I mean, I get it. Military action timetables are fluid and not always on your schedule, but the leading needs to stop. Enough of the fucking games.
3: Lin Wood and many others let America down with all of their hype. It was fucking wrong on so many levels. For fuck's sake, people. Quit looking for mysterious signals in everything you see. It's twelve eleven p.m. and not a fucking has happened. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> Don't tell me to wait for another fucking sign or ask me to decipher some more bullshit. This is a uh, drill level tweeting. It is, it yeah. is.
2: Now, it's funny, He uh, uh, this, this poster probably meant to say, not a fucking thing has happened. Yeah, of course. But uh, uh, as a sort of a, a perhaps subconscious expression of their blue balls, they said that uh, not a fucking has happened. That's right. <laughs> Some QAnon followers just continued to watch expectantly as nothing happened. Like this man from TikTok, for example.
8: Well, patriots, we're all probably doing the same thing watching this inauguration. You know, we've been told to watch it carefully. Because a lot of it could be nonsense, fakes, you know, only time will tell, but, you know, Simon, Scott McKay, they've all told us that this thing has to go all the way through for it to be completed before Trump makes a move. So I think we're all sitting here waiting, uh, waiting for something to happen. I don't think this is over yet, fellas. Guys and girls, be safe.
2: I love that line he says, is that we're all waiting here, waiting for something to happen. This isn't over yet. I mean, that literally could be like a line from Waiting for Godot or something. It's it's, it's existential. (laughs) Some QAnon followers opted for the test of faith rationalization
1: for their failed prophecy. Uh, Here's one message. These last few years, we've been trained by Q to think logically and to see... Now our patience is being tested. It is uncomfortable. It is for us to watch and never forget so we can pass this on to our children. It could have been worse. It could have been a physical war instead. Oh my God. We have to feel this or we wouldn't realize how close we've come to losing our freedom or our humanity. We have to prove ourselves to God. We aren't being left out of this judgment either.
3: Wow. The thing's not happening to me because I wasn't, I didn't please the God. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get swept up in the rapture <laughs> like I was sort of hoping. Yeah. Where I guess I'm a sinner. No. I guess I'm a sinner.
2: I didn't make the proper sacrifice.
3: Yeah, I stepped on the magic cloud and I fell right through like Bulma.
2: Uh, some were more open about their disappointment. Uh, as it sunk in that the military wasn't going to save the day, some QAnon followers uh, became erratic as uh, the justice they were promised wasn't coming.
3: Y'all have to stop saying hold the line. Stop commenting that because some of us have been holding the line for over a year now. I, I can't look at stuff like follow the cabal and see children, what is happening to children and what's happening to people and to see what these people can do in this country and nothing happen about it. Nothing get done about it. I can't, I, ju- I can't. So why release it? Why show it to us? Why show it to us if there's nothing going to be done about it? Why do we have all this military here and for nothing Uh, That was so anticlimactic. It was like Game of Thrones. It was just a letdown. Like, we feel played. We so feel played. And you're still saying, hold the line. I just want to see people pay for things that
1: they've done. They're evil people.
3: Most people don't take a military takeover lightly. Yeah. However, in America, we have been fucking... Bombarded with entertainment to say that the military is our friend and that a takeover would be in our best interest. Potentially, I mean, it, but that is it. How? What other country is so comfortable that they don't think an event like the military taking over would be a bad sign broadly for the country, no matter what fucking belief system you're in?
2: Yeah, it is bizarre. I mean. I mean, she is experiencing a lot of cognitive dissonance in this video. When I I talk about cognitive dissonance being painful, I mean, this, I think, is an example of how that that manifests. And at
3: the same time, she's uh, vamping for the camera. She's holding her hair back. She's doing, like, timing stuff with her voice. She she has written, I don't care what I look like, but she's put a filter on her face to completely smooth everything over. Just everything is this... Vanity and kind of ebullient fascist fantasizing.
2: I think there's this weird belief that I, I this weird, I guess, this fascist. Belief that the military basically solves all problems, including the problem of evil. <laughs> the the, yeah. the military, the military is a good, powerful, That's right. just force. And and then and then on one hand, and on the other hand, we have the presence of powerful elites who do, uh, you know, unspeakable evil. And so, therefore, obviously, the military is going to solve the evil problem. Well, why aren't they doing it? Why do we have this military even uh, if they're not going to yeah. swoop in and cleanse the world of evil? It's like they are just they. They deeply, deeply crave something that would actually be ruinous and horrifying for them because they usually in, like the, the, she doesn't seem to be a powerful person. I've, I've commented on this before but it's amazing how like as much as these people say that uh, Hollywood is uh, a satanic pit of Pedophiles. How much their psyche is basically in the shape of a feature film, and that's the 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 filter through which they understand everything.
3: Well, but they also are like pre woke Hollywood. They want Jerry Bruckheimer, and they don't want to fucking hear what he you know did to some sixteen year old girl or whatever. (laughs) I'm not accusing Jerry Bruckheimer. (laughs) Allegedly, no, I'm not allegedly not accusing him. I am not accusing him. What he did to that girl is alleged.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shortly after the inauguration at 12 36 p.m eastern time which happens to be 2 36 a.m japan time the longtime eight administrator and probable author of some q drops ron watkins appeared to throw in the towel for the movement just kind of like give up walk away which is i mean i don't believe him ron watkins is a bullshitter don't trust a word he says Everything's but this, an op but everything's an op he's never he's, take he's, any yeah, no, no, no. of these people on face value no 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 yeah don't trust him but
1: this is, the, uh, this is what Ron posted on Telegram. We gave it our all. Now we need to keep our chins up and go back to our lives as best as we are able. We have a new president sworn in, and it is our responsibility as citizens to respect the Constitution, regardless of whether or not we agree with the specifics or details regarding officials who are sworn in. As we enter into the next administration, please remember all of the friends and happy memories we made together over the past few years. I'll have more to say in a few days regarding a new project I'm currently fleshing out. God bless.
0: Incredible.
2: It
1: Who's the
0: friends we made along the way? Yeah, yeah. this
1: is the uh, uh, the reaffirmation
2: method of reducing cognitive dissonance, and um, Ron Watkins is just a stone cold sociopath i mean he over the past couple months he's pumped so many uh election fraud conspiracy theories uh which led to the Capitol riot. he also helped organize caravans to dc on on january 6th probably funneling a lot of people there and then once like you know he gets all these people's hopes up and then of course it doesn't happen Is like well bye peace out. (laughs) I wonder if this is just to have this entered on
3: the record because he knows people are 100% looking into him now. In fact, Dominion Voting uh, uh, is suing Paul Liddell. Right Right. now,
2: yes, it was was recently announced that they are suing Rudy Giuliani for $1.3 billion with a B.
3: And I think now that the the, the transition has happened and he knows that the actual power to prosecute has shifted, uh, maybe he just wants one thing on the record that just says, new government, I accept, I did, I you know, and then he can point to that when they go well wh- why have you been an active op like for for months
1: well and to add to it i mean if you're a a QAnon person essentially you know one of your your trusted sort of influencers let's say is basically saying like Hey, you know what? We don't agree with the satanic, pedophile, uh, child-eating cabal, but you know that's democracy, and you know we're just <laughs> yeah. gonna have to, uh, you know, accept right. them. I mean, it's so funny. He, he frames it as as if they they hadn't sort of pegged. It's because he's uh, the strategic. opposition. Yeah, of course. It's I know it's completely it is. strategic. I know it is. But if I'm a QAnon mm-hmm. person and I'm looking yeah, at horrible. that, I'm like, what? Oh, the feeling is bad for the, Q- I mean. the QAnon
3: people. By the way. The most mistreated people to ever follow anyone—just uh, dog shit. They're treated like dog shit by every baker. They're treated like dog shit by Q. No. They're treated like subhumans with no intelligence, and and by the libs for sure. They they use insane and very questionable words to to describe uh uh you know these people, but by the actual people who support their movement, they are also treated like dog shit and like they're stupid. It's only like really the pedestrian Qon follower who can be friendly to another pedestrian QAnon follower because the grifters don't care. Jordan no. Sather, you can see the pain in his face that he has to deal with <laughs> these fucking Same idiots. with Jim.
0: Yeah. yeah. It reminds me a lot of like um, Alex Jones when he and Infowars sort of got like press passes in the white house and they were like allowed to be essentially around george bush at certain events and they didn't do anything and it's like you thought he did 9 11 and you're like hey george you know on my way to
2: talk to trump some QAnon followers resigned themselves to the possibility that they were duped and then actually trump is part of the deep state
8: what's up guys um i want to say that i think that us patriots got played as bad as i hate to say it um I think that everything that we've seen over the past couple years about deep state and our leaders and what they do behind closed doors, and I think, oh, that's true. And I think they did it to one, divide us, um, and two, for us to hold the idea that a plan was in the making and coming together. I think that it was always trust the plan, don't do anything, and then by the time we figured out, like now. Day before inauguration day, it's too late. Uh, Democrat mayors and governors are the ones who sent the National Guardian. Trump authorized it. I think Trump's a part of the deep state now, um, because now that we've realized it's too late to for anything to happen, we can't get through 25,000 National Guardsmen to do anything about it.
2: Right. So basically they pacified me until it was too late to do a coup because that's that's what it, that's why I ought to be doing. And this is the other option. Not Biden
3: is actually a white hat. Trump is actually a black hat.
2: Black hat that ev- now everyone's a black hat. This is the worrying part yeah. is is uh, people taking the black pill, you know. Mm-hmm. To close inauguration day, Tom Hanks hosted a star-studded <laughs> television special called Celebrating America. Yes. Did you catch I assume you watched every bit of this, Julian. Not a fucking no, second no, of this no, annoying no. spectacle. No.
3: Honestly, the, the
2: the some of the worst production values I've seen in a while. I mean, if if I didn't know better, it, I mean, it might have seemed to me like they were directly trolling the QAnon community with yeah. some of their talent choices. That is and, magnificent. Of course, there's of course there's and, Tom uh, Hanks. Today we'll have the
3: Lady Gaga and Tom Hanks blood drinking ceremony. Exactly. <laughs> a reminder: this is only cranberry juice.
2: It was Lady ha, ha, ha. Gaga.
3: Eat it, conservatives. <laughs> we will was do also, some was also.
2: I mean, they didn't have John Podesta, which was, I think, a missed opportunity. That was a big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: That poor guy.
2: I miss you, Johnny. The day after the inauguration, uh, QAnon followers started in with the new rationalizations. They argued, for example, that the White Hats had to allow Biden to be inaugurated because they have to wait until Biden completes the crime of becoming president before he can be convicted.
9: Let's think about this for a second, guys. A crime had to be completed before it got caught. What I'm saying by that is you can't formally charge anybody with treason or fraud without the completion of the crime. Yesterday was the completion of the crime. Military's in charge and will be in charge for 30 days. Then Trump will take control again. Sit back and watch. The crime had to be completed all the way around. We saw part of it on January 6th. The inauguration was the second part. That's why they had the military there. They wanted it to be complete. They wanted to make them believe that they were in control.
2: There's also a lot of like policing going on in, in, within the uh, QAnon community because as mm, yeah, QAnon yeah. followers started to express doubts, you know, yeah. there are some there are some other QAnon followers who shepherd them back into the fold. Every community has the fucking middle siblings that just want peace. That's right. It's like, don't don't you have it, start having doubts now. Uh, <laughs> that led to lots of encouragement from the faithful to hold the line.
3: Hold the line, patriots. Hold the line. Everyone, for some reason, thought that something was going to happen a day ago. And when it didn't, they all of a sudden turned their backs and lost complete faith in the entire process. We need to learn patience. Okay? Be patient. Wait. Keep your faith love God, and watch what he can do
1: for us. Just wait.
3: You have poisoned me, Travis. These are such bad vibrations, man. You're harshing my buzz.
2: It is. Awful vibes. It is. This is a stressful, ugly, confusing time for the QAnon community. Really, they look exhausted. Yes, they they they're struggling with a high level of cognitive dissonance and they're dealing it with it in a, a variety of different ways. Yeah. Now, guys, I, what do you think hold the line like means in this context? I always like it's like it's like it makes sense of like in the battle, there's like a line. We're going to prevent the enemy from advancing past this line. We're going to hold the line. But there's not a physical battlefield that they're that they're working with. There's no actual ground. It means like, it means like, uh, you know, basically keep posting, basically. Keep posting. Don't stop posting. It, it, it's Don't more, give, it's, it's yeah. actually about
3: morale. Never that. <laughs> it, it's yeah. purely just a morale
2: yeah. issue for them.
3: So it it's, is. It's, the it's, line you know, is like a feeling. The line a po- is a feeling. Uh, uh, yeah. The optimism, right? Yeah. It's a level of, uh, it's an attitude of positivity, which has always defined the American
2: contribution to the world.
1: Hmm.
3: They're going to bring you a bomb and call it Peacemaker. <laughs>
2: There's also a popular theory going around that we are basically right now ruled by the military because because they right. argue that uh, Biden's uh, inauguration was illegitimate, that actually the military is secretly in charge. Yeah. And for example, um, QAnon lawyer and all around lunatic Lynn Wood promoted this theory.
7: I think if people will do their research, they will find that back in the 50s when communism was first really seen as a threat in the McCarthy era, a flawed man, but he understood communism, I think you'll find that laws were enacted consistent with our Constitution that gave America protection against an illegitimate government coming into power through the insidious uh, communism that creeps in when you're not paying attention or creeps in and you don't see it. So if you ask me, do I know who's in charge? No. No. I know I'm not. I know God is. But in the terms of the three choices, I believe that the rule of law is being followed. And it's my belief that the military is in charge of this country right now.
2: Some conspiracists simply asserted that actually Trump is still president. Just 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 say that because you can just say anything if you Mm -hmm. want. Yeah. There's like, for example, there was this guy on TikTok.
6: July 4th, 2020, Donald Trump signed our new Declaration of Independence. I bet you guys didn't even know that. We revert back to our original constitution. You see, if you paid attention to anything that Donald Trump said, you understand and know that he, he is still the president. He's not going anywhere. You watch and see the defunct United States of America corporation is what Joe Biden's got in his hands. On the reins of. It's unbelievable that everything that he has said has come to fruition, and his speech was so telling when he said that it will be done exactly by the Constitution. Wake up, America
3: absolutely out of his fucking face he on, is. on like opiates probably he is not america's yeah. not looking great these days if it when it comes to QAnon believers
2: no T- it's a tired it's restless a awful time, time. Yeah. they are running on fumes i yeah. got say yeah yeah, 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 yeah they yeah. still have some more in them I, because he, here's what happened is that he it looks like he recently learned about the sovereign citizen theory that mm-hmm. that's gonna be march 4th is new inaugura- inauguration day and he screwed it up and he said july 4th because he He has no idea what he's talking
1: about.
0: Right. He's just such a patriot. He can't not think about July 4th.
1: I think he was saying (laughs) that on July 4th of this year, Trump signed something that was a new declaration. I've seen other other owners talking about this, that Trump signed something and there was some clause about some. You know, they pick one sentence that doesn't mean what they want it to, and they interpret it in the way that it needs to be.
4: Yeah.
2: Now, some of the sadder and more desperate theories claim that Biden's inauguration was faked possibly with a Biden lookalike. And uh, all the images that you saw of Biden in the Oval Office immediately afterwards were actually from a movie set. And so you often saw this. They did the thing where they like take one picture of Biden with a different picture of Biden, like compare the earlobes. Yes. This is is always this is the common trick.
3: The uh, the idea for some of them as well was that they were clones, that Kamala Harris, Biden were clones. So it's part of a, a larger piece of theater. And what's interesting is, once again, the the parallel reality that this is one big piece of theater and that everyone gets together and hugs each other, even though one has committed war crimes and the other one's supposedly a good president on the left. So they're aware of that, that unreality. And yet, of course, once again, they've arrived to the perfectly wrong conclusion.
2: Now, you might be saying to yourself, Travis, this is all very silly. How long? can they keep doing this? How long can QAnon followers just move the goalposts over and over again? Now, I can't predict the future, but I can cite one of my favorite studies related to cognitive dissonance to uh, help answer that question. So this study was published in 1997. It was called 15 Years of Failed Prophecy, Coping with Cognitive Dissonance in a Baha'i Sect. In this study, a group of sociologists from the University of Montana closely examined uh, so this, this small sort of uh, apocalyptic sect of the Baha'i faith. So what happened was that between 1980 and 1995, uh, this group's leader, Dr. Leland Jensen, sets 20 dates for the Battle of Armageddon or lesser disasters that would lead up to the ultimate apocalypse. So that's 20 failed prophecies over a 15-year period, and this is a this was a small kind of sect of about 200 people. The first of these supposed disasters occurred on uh, April 29th. 1980, when uh, members of the, uh, of the sect entered a fallout shelter to await a nuclear holocaust that they believed would wipe out a third of the world. Now, that obviously didn't happen. And then they just kept on over the years being wrong over and over again. You know, it was interestingly the uh, the researchers noted that something changed in 1993 after 13 years of being constantly wrong. Uh, they started adding disclaimers to their predictions, saying that they might be off. No, and so <laughs> dude, that's yeah. Twitter's
3: like, uh, oh, we, we haven't verified this tweet by Donald. Trump.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so it's great though,
2: cause cause Q has already done that basically with the banking stuff. They've already done the like, this might be yeah. wrong. They are progressing much faster. Yeah. By 1996, the researchers found that only one of the members of the cult still took the prophecy seriously, and the rest of the members stuck with the group even though they knew that these, uh, that these predictions were worthless. For example, one uh, cult follower told this to the researchers.
0: I think we're immune to it now. We've been desensitized. The dates come and they go, and they come and they go, and they come and they go. I think that's why there isn't much preparedness. I think people mostly really don't believe them. I think mostly people would be really shocked if a prediction came true.
2: This is really telling. This is someone who is still a member of this group, a dedicated member, and they're, they're, they're still a true believer because the predictions aren't, the point. The I'm enjoying membership. The, the the membership is what matters. Mm-hmm. So I suppose like my point is that if a small Montana cult with less than 200 members can stick with constant failed predictions for a decade and a half, so how long do you think a three-year-old worldwide movement with millions of adherents can tolerate failed predictions? Like, I'm, I'm not going to uh, predict the future, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot longer than 15 years. Mm-hmm. And
0: like the reason they were in here in the first place was because they like Trump cuz he's cool. Yeah. So, so as long as that still happens, I don't see any reason they'd they'd leave really. As long as cool people still exist, you mean? As long as <laughs> yeah, as long as they still think Trump is cool or maybe maybe some replacement to Trump somewhere.
4: Yeah.
2: Moving forward, there's there's actually one other concerning possibility for how QAnon followers will react to accepting that Biden is president. You know, some of them, they may become blackpilled. And this means that they'll lose faith in Trump making the world right and lose faith in Q and lose faith in conventional politics entirely. Uh, Instead, they'll adopt a meme that is uh, popular with white nationalists and far-right accelerationists, which is, there is no political solution. And this would be a concerning development because it would create an ideological pretext for violence. Now, uh, right now, actually, neo-Nazis know that QAnon followers are frustrated and are in a vulnerable state. In fact, on the 20th, uh, one neo-Nazi telegram channel organized raids into QAnon channels as part of a recruitment effort. These raids included pushing very ugly uh, Nazi propaganda like uh, Siege by James Mason, which is not good. Not good. I mean, I mean, right now, I mean, Q&A followers are like 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 we saw through the out episode. They are in a harried, vulnerable state. So if you know one now is a good time to like reach out and invite them back to a healthier mindset because they may be uh, being preyed upon by people with really malicious intentions for them.
3: Yeah. Just remind them it's not a Tibetan sign for
2: luck. Now, while QAnon followers were doing all of that, some parts of the Republican Party continued to cozy up to QAnon, which is, I got to say, mind blowing to me. Like I had assumed like the Capitol riot would make it clear that QAnon is indefensibly toxic and then official sort of party structures would not want to Thank <laughs> you. Uh, coddle with it, uh, uh, coddle it and flirt with it and these kinds of things. But I was wrong. So the Texas Republican <laughs> Party, for example, continued to promote uh, their 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 party slogan, We Are the Storm, which is sounds like a QAnon reference to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, Texas GOP chair Alan West has insists that it's a reference to a quote he likes and not yeah. QAnon, but come on. That's right. The Hawaii Republican Party, on the other hand, decided to echo Trump by praising QAnon followers. <laughs> ah. on january 23rd the hawaii gop twitter account made
1: a long thread about q that included this tweet we should make it abundantly clear the people who subscribe to the q fiction were largely motivated by a sincere and deep love for america patriotism and love of country should never be ridiculed
2: <laughs> okay now, that's not that's not how i personally would describe you know uh, no. q anon no, they
1: think that the majority of the country is kidnapping babies and eating the, their faces to, you know, inject their blood into their uh, brain stems. Also, that's, that's not a good, you well,
3: know. We're not like a pro-mocking podcast, but no. if if you look at QAnon stuff on face value, you can't stop people from laughing. You're going to have to institute like a the emperor has no
0: clothes if you want people to stop making
3: right. fun of and or disrespecting such a ridiculous system.
0: No, it's absurd, and, and, and like that absurdity is going to generate, at least some level of humor that's like a coping mechanism if anything else yeah mm-hmm. aloha we're pilled
3: down here <laughs>
2: <laughs> now those tweets were apparently uh hastily deleted but this did make me realize like this is actually something we're probably going to be have to worry about when it comes to qlin followers That's is republicans openly winking at them and courting them because the republican party is the minority party at the federal level now which means they can't Afford to alienate a single vote, even if those votes uh, come from people who are pilled or extremist or anything like that. So, you know, they may still, uh, you know, encourage these people, even though they were responsible for driving insane misinformation that led to the Capitol riot.
3: They see it as an opportunity to refresh their voter base with younger voters. And what we saw with people who were apolitical or liberal and switched over is that they immediately were willing to vote for the GOP candidate, which was Donald Trump, even though they told themselves a story about how that wasn't allegiance to the GOP in and of itself. But that was the result. So that's
2: basically how QAnon has been handling things. Not very well, I have to say. Yeah. Dark. Dark. But um, before we go on to something a little bit lighter, which is our uh, a treat from Jake, I'm told we
1: get yeah, to I have today. A, I have an exclusive yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it's a it. news uh, it's
2: breaking news, don't say it's oh. a
1: story. yeah, it's this is this is I mean, it's pretty oh. it's, it's pretty insane. It's a big
2: drop. I'm looking forward to that. yeah. before we get to that, I I do want to give another update on my fight with Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene.
1: she still
2: She still has me blocked. (laughs) Uh, When are
3: we going to get there, Dad? Yes, it is.
2: Well, she has me blocked, and this is a clear violation of my First Amendment rights. Oh, my God. So, consequently, my lawyer, Benjamin Gold, has sent a letter (laughs) to Representative Greene's office notifying her that if she does not unblock me by February 1st, (laughs) I will have no choice but to vindicate my rights in court. (laughs) Yes. is it's it's serious business It's a six page letter with a nine page addendum just full of marjorie tweets you said six
3: and then nine yes nice
2: nice (laughs) so it's serious business now obviously nothing's guaranteed but i am willing to see this through Okay. I hope it doesn't come to that. Unblock me, Marjorie. We He's, can avoid we
3: can avoid wasting the court's time. Yeah. Firmly addressing Marjorie to an
2: audience of 3, <laughs> staring <laughs> blankly at him. <laughs> so, Mm. I want to read the conclusion of that letter, just so yeah. everyone understands how yeah. serious it is.
3: By the way, you've seen the stream. Travis is, you know, can be a, a subdued presence on the stream, but he was raising his finger to the sky throughout that entire
2: speech <laughs> and
3: shaking his hand like an
2: Italian. <laughs> the letter says, In sum, you have created a public forum in your capacity as a government actor and you are restricting Mr. View's access to that forum due to his opinions, in doing so, you are violating the First Amendment. You recently observed that the framers of the First Amendment understood how important free speech really is. It is so important, in fact, that even if political speech causes feelings to be terribly hurt, the government may not restrict it. Any feelings that Mr. View's speech (laughs) may have provoked do not give you the right to restrict it. Accordingly, please unblock Mr. View by February 1st, 2021, or he will be constrained to seek relief in court.
1: Oh, fantastic. (laughs) What a fantastic new chapter for us. Yes,
2: I am (laughs) excited.
3: This is so good.
2: Yeah, Travis is going to be
3: leaving the podcast soon. He's turned every episode into some sort of personal (laughs) (laughs) soapbox. Now,
2: after I posted this letter, my mentions were full of support. Thank you so much. So much love. <laughs> extra- all the love Thank my, you for my, s- my for civil snitching. rights battle. Thank really. you for
3: snitching, sir.
2: Now, Thank you. But I also uh, received comments from right leaning Twitter users who <laughs> seemed to imply <laughs> that this was a trivial battle I was fighting. Whoa, which, what? They mocked you on right. those terms? That's right. Ridiculous. The pro-Trump communication strategist Caleb Hull, for example, called my letter to Representative Green, cringe. Well- well, Caleb, perhaps you find constitutional rights cringe, but I, I think they're worth defending. Mr. Haleb Cull,
3: if that is your <laughs> real name. I've seen your tweets, you're less than dog shit, sir.
1: <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that, that brings us uh, to uh, the final segment of our show today, and... Um, I do. This is a I have a QAnon oh. anonymous exclusive. Wow. I have oh obtained mm-hmm. a Xerox copy right. of the letter uh that Donald Trump uh left incoming president Joe Biden <laughs> on the desk as is tradition uh, for presidents to do mm-hmm. in uh, at the time of peaceful transition and so I thought that I would just I haven't really looked at it either. Um it right. came to me in sealed Manila envelope um <laughs> via a USB key uh shaped wow. um shaped like the constitution and so uh, i thought i would just read it here live for uh, all of you today dear joe if you are reading this letter it can only mean that i am still president and you are not i would congratulate you on a hard-fought campaign but since your body double was the only one actually campaigning i have sent a letter congratulating him instead I regret to inform you that the historic walls upon which you are gazing right now, where so many losers and haters once stood, are not in Washington, D.C., but rather the inside of a soundstage owned by Castle Rock Entertainment. (laughs) It has been determined by many doctors and scientists that liberal brains are far too fragile to comprehend the imminent storm, in which, as you may or may not know, you've already been arrested. Therefore, in an effort to keep our beloved country safe, it has been determined that you will be videotaped, speaking pre-scripted lines, fed to you via an earpiece, and penned by a talented staff of Hollywood writers who have also been arrested. (laughs) Hope you're comfortable with that, haha, JK, I know you are. The video feeds will be piped straight to our great government prison in Guantanamo Bay, where we've painstakingly recreated the offices of CNN, MSNBC. (laughs) and Fox News, so as to keep the journalists imprisoned there from losing their tiny, terrified brains. They will continue to report on all of your quote-unquote accomplishments, and no liberal will be the wiser. It's quite brilliant, actually. Finally, real media outlets such as OAN and Newsmax will be able to report on the truth uninterrupted and with zero pushback. I've already spoken with my new Department of Labor Secretary, Mark Zuckerberg, and Joe, he's got some inspiring ideas on how to unite this great country of ours by ensuring that your supporters and my supporters are completely unaware of one another. We will funnel them into different groups on different platforms so that they may never have to hear the horrible truth of each other's existence. (laughs) It will be sad, as many of your followers will be missing out on practically a utopia, hearkening back to the golden (laughs) years of this great nation shortly after the Second World War. I have also been working closely alongside great motion picture director Jerry Bruckheimer on how we can create new, realistic-looking conflicts in the Middle East in an effort to make your term as believable as possible. We've already put an agreement in place with Kamala Harris and the writing staff from the popular HBO show Veep to continue generating scripted liberal content following your sentencing. (laughs)
3: Scripted liberal content. We
1: got a great deal, of course, after my lawyers agreed to take the death penalty off of the table. (laughs) I suppose that leaves you wondering how I fit into all of this. Well, I'll remain president, of course, and for the first time, with the media preoccupied on all of your quote-unquote terrific policies, I'll be free to run the other half of the country, the real half. Even as I write this, I am sitting in the Oval Office with two gentlemen wearing animal skins and
6: helmets
1: (laughs) enjoying an ice-cold Diet Coke straight from the can. It's going to be great, Joe. We'll have rallies, cookouts, shootouts, and all the things I did during my first term, but bigger, better, and with far less oversight. With a good portion of the country believing you're president, I'll finally be free to do exactly what I want. You know, Nazi stuff. (laughs) I do not envy you being a fake president with no power
6: whatsoever.
1: I do not envy you being a fake president with no power whatsoever will have its challenges, but I reserve faith that the pathetic, low-IQ Americans who are in total denial will nourish you in times of hardship. There will be days when the set decorations and dialogue are so believable you'll swear that you actually are president. (laughs) I can assure you this is not the case. Nevertheless, I do wish you very best as you enter this terrifying new chapter in your life. Godspeed and may the Lord have mercy on your soul. Sincerely, Donald John Trump, still the 45th president of the United States of America. Wow. 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 Well,
3: <laughs> damn.
1: Wow. I, so that I mean. was leaks
3: that was part of the laptop leaks?
1: Part of yeah, part well, no, it was it was uh um an inside a government insider oh. uh took a picture, a photograph of the letter as it lay on the wow. desk waiting for President Biden. And the
3: pen was the proof, right? The and pen was sitting next to the it. Pen was the, president. Was,
1: the pen was at a seventeen degree angle yeah. and um okay. and then they, you know, mistaking our, our show for a pro Q Right. Uh, that mm-hmm. happens a lot. you know, pro-QAnon account. Uh, They sent it to me in hopes that uh, I would read it over the airwaves uh, to all of you, dear listeners.
3: And here you are platforming the toxic, uh, misogynistic uh, president. That's
0: a Yanks for me.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of the QAnon Anonymous podcast. You can subscribe to us at patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous, where for five bucks a month, uh, you get a whole uh, second episode every single week. We usually stream twice a week at twitch.tv slash QAnon Anonymous. Come hang out. It's a good time. And for everything else, there's QAnonAnonymous.com, which has a link to our Discord, uh, merch, uh, music from the show, access to the lost episodes, and all sorts of other fun stuff. Listener. Until next week,
2: may the deep dish bless you and keep you.
9: It's not a conspiracy, it's fact. And now,
2: today's auto-kill. I don't know.
5: Again, there's all these fantastic, like, theories about clones and body doubles. Corporate U.S. versus non-corporate U.S. versus all this stuff. I don't know. Flynn said, what, 30 days, so that would be at the end of next week? this upcoming week that we might see something happen at what at what point at what point do you guys just accept the fact that they stole the country and we have to fight like hell to get it back at what point do we give up on the fantastical theories out there just curious I mean I still have hope too that something here we have something else up our sleeve but at some point at some point we have to stop waiting for a miracle and start grinding, right? I mean, a year from now if Biden's still in the White House do we give up on Santa Claus? I love your spirit and that you want to you want to believe in some higher from above solution that's going to come and save us all and maybe there is maybe there is but i i don't see it that way honestly i have hope i'm not giving up but i think i think that it's going to be up to us on a um on a grassroots level to make this happen